Welcome in to Defeating the Curse. Rest in peace, Avicii. Rest in peace, the DC Sports Curse. The Caps have won three in a row. We are headed to the Stanley Cup Finals. Oh, FB, take it from the top. Please don't recurse us. Um, no, Joe it was, broke the curse today. Joe, Joe's, I mean, Joe said we all know how this ends, and then Joe turned off the TV, and all of a sudden <laughs> the Caps scored overtime. I that was probably the most exciting overtime I've I've watched in a very long time for the Caps. Um, I'm I'm honestly shocked that we we went to overtime because I thought we were going to come in this game based off the momentum we carried from the last game and just play another tight, solid game without any mistakes. Why can't we win in regulation? And why was the game at 3 o'clock in the afternoon? Can anyone answer either of those questions? <laughs> I can't tell you why it was at 3 in the afternoon. I don't know why we no, didn't no, it, it has to be because of the Wizards playing tomorrow night and yesterday night. They have to be able to turn that thing Set from hardwood time. into ice and then back to hardwood. Yeah, uh, I guess. I don't know. Part of the Probably. Or, or we're just not worthy of top billing for NHL time slots. No, it's probably because... Ted Leones just wanted to use the leftover food from all the players who, from all the people who didn't show up yesterday, to serve them today. So it doesn't doesn't Dude, seem as old. You, you, there's no, uh, well, there's on, no before you, before you crap on the Wizards fans. You got to crap on the on the Caps fans too, because three o'clock in the afternoon, and you would have thought that game started at eight on a Wednesday in the middle of rush. I don't understand what you're saying. The this crowd looked great today. It looked great, but it wasn't great at the start. It, we're just this is DC sports, man. It's the same. We're with late Nats, to everything. We're late to everything. We just can't get anywhere on time, but. Let's go. Let's talk about this game, though, and 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 let's go backwards because in overtime, Ovi had a shot from what like four inches away and couldn't put it home. Yeah, center ice. It was at like the five minute mark of overtime, and he he should have had it. But you can't. I mean, Ovi's getting his looks, even though he's not. He he may not. He may suck at overtime shots. Like he what what they say his thirty five overtime games. He doesn't have one shot. Why are we crapping on o- o- an Ovi? Carlson had a pl- point blank shot. No they, one, but, you're not going to bring that one up. What you need to bring up the point is is the the immediate momentum shift going from the end of third intermission uh, into overtime or third period into overtime, where we immediately took over and the momentum came our way and we had a lot of great shots on goal. Don't talk to me about momentum. The the overtime period started with the Caps basically having like seven or eight shots in a row within the first. I don't know, four minutes. Right, but that's what I'm saying. That's good. No, no, no. But go ahead. It's it's good that we came out in overtime with all those shots on goal because we had zero momentum in the third period. Zero. We nothing was going our way. We had almost zero shots on goal. Why did they stop shooting? Why did they take? Why? I mean, we took more shots than the Caps in the third period. What? Why did they turn it off? I I I can't tell you why either. Your your lines weren't matched up in favorable ways, or we we just got winded I, I don't know what happened but it looks like the younger team the the blue jackets they they just had their legs with them and they just went that much harder and we, we were playing keep up for most of the third what was the uh shots on goal today uh columbus versus Ooh, uh, that's, caps. that's uh it, it seems like every game the the caps are out shooting the other team like two to one and somehow are, are losing and it's like this the story of the playoffs can you I think explain that one? T- today it was like 42 Blue Jackets to 29 shots on goal caps, which, yeah, is completely the opposite of how it's been going the first the first few games. I mean, I I can't tell you why they had more shots on goals today. I don't know why the Blue but Jackets had more shots But, you know, the, the big difference goals. is, you know, so Trotz made a big change, right, going into the last game with that fourth line. 
right? I think he moved Orlov down, and they just looked better. I mean, yeah. I'm not I'm not hockey so, guy, but I know enough to know that the team just looked better consistently across all lines over the last two games. Even though the games were tight, they there wasn't huge gaps on defense, and there was a little bit more pace, especially on lines three and four. Right. No, Trotz. A lot of people knock him for his mid series adjustments when he's facing the same team over and over again. He doesn't do the, the the right adjustments. Very similar to the knock that the Wizards coach gets. But Trotz did do some some good adjustments and, and you can see across it the board like you're describing Jay Gruden right now, but continue. How, how am I describing Jay Gruden? I don't understand why you're giving Trotz any credit. Adjustments. Sub, uh, removing Jacob Vrana from the uh, from playing at all is just absolutely look nonsense. Look at LP talking. Vrana, look, look, look. LP look. Hockey. look at you saw, talk. you saw what happened when he did that. That it was Vrana is very good. Vrana is very good because you maybe should have pulled Holtby from game one or pulled uh, <laughs> Gruby from game one. You need the speed of Vrana, and that's been proven because he has to keep up with it. But he is a defensive liability. He shorted up in game three, but he is a defensive liability. And he does a lot of poor passing uh, in our zone and, and creates a lot of turnovers for the other team. He is a liability. But, yes, he is doing better. And the whole groovy Holtby thing, Trotz played that perfectly because you can't, you can't take out your, your hot hand at the start of the playoffs and put Holtby in. And then if he sucks, you bench him again. It, it was a lose-lose situation. Because then you piss off your hot hand, and then you, you you end up benching your star player twice. Then you have both goalies are, are, are messed up in the head. You can't do it. He played it perfectly with okay, starting okay. Groovy and, and benching Holtby. But if you put Holtby in a game two, the are series the would be over. Are the Caps going to win this series? Series would have been over if you put Holtby in game two. I think, can't, I think we're going to win the Stanley that. Cup at this point, right? We Can, can we just fast forward? Like the the Blue Jackets if, gave like us a if you want to fast forward, you can't. You cannot fast forward the the most cursed part of any cap season, which is the Penguins in round two. It, you can't. It, don't talk Stanley Cup until you get past the Penguins in round two. That's well, been the thorn in our side. Let's look at this uh, from past the series. Who are the teams that we could possibly play? Tampa Bay, Pittsburgh, or Boston? Does anybody have any confidence that we can beat either, any of those three teams? Honestly, Tampa I, is one of the worst sports cities ever. Tampa will, will smoke <laughs> us in round two. I I think if it's anyone except Pittsburgh, I think we have the mental capability to go in there and feel like we're top dog and win, even though Tampa Bay is number one in the East. But I it's it's going to be – we're going to see Pittsburgh in round two. And they're going to play mind games with us the whole time. And the chess match but this between those different. two coaches. Hold on. Pump, pump the brakes here for a second. The but team's different. We're team older different. and worse they, on defense. <laughs> but there's also less expectation, even though they, they came in at the top of the you know uh, the Eastern Conference. They, they play better defense. I think the switch that Trotz made two games ago uh, will help tremendously against any opponent. And frankly, I mean, if they get if they string four straight, and I think this is the key for me. If they beat the Blue Jackets, basically, it's not a sweep, obviously, but if they would go down 0-2, come out and beat and win this series, which none of them expected them even to to claw back into, right? I think that speaks to the mental fortitude of the team. I like our chances against anyone because you've climbed one of, I mean, essentially, one of the largest mountains there is to climb early I, when there's a lot of pressure on you. I'll that's agree with that. That's a different the, position, right? So 
You know, Joe and, and frankly, literally goes from zero to a hundred in a, in a night. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, we gotta, I listen, like our chances listen, against we gotta, anybody. We gotta, we Yesterday, fans, we gotta fit as much over. as we can. No, so, well, look, look. You're a, did you're a believer in success. Did, you're a believer you, in success, and when ding this dong, team succeeds, ding dong. did you did you expect them to win three straight? Yes. This no, is round honestly, one. Honestly, no. no, no. This is what typical, the Cavs do. No, round typical squeezes out in LP, seven. LP. Round two, losing seven. Typical, typical Caps play would have been you lose today, you win Columbus, and then you bring home a game seven where everyone gets hyped, and then you choke it away. That's typical yeah. Caps. It doesn't matter what round. It doesn't matter what round. The Caps lost in round one. The last time I remember was like in Mo- uh, the Montreal series, like maybe four years ago or something like that. Since then, the Caps are always in round two at, at a very minimum. All I know at, is that also at the maximum too. When it comes to playoffs, all the Caps are good at is getting to overtime games, and that's yeah, not a good you, thing. Yeah, I don't tension, understand the tension in my home, the tension for everyone watching. <laughs> I mean, can we just? It would be nice to win a game. You know, like look, you look back at game three, I think, in the series. Right. You know, the Caps are are down. Uh, they're down 0-2. They come out and they, they light them up. Or even at the even the second game, they they had a comfortable cushion. You know, after one period, you thought they were going to win that game 5-2 or 6-3 or something, and they just couldn't close it out. I I think that, I mean, the defensive shift in the last two games has been pronounced, even though they gave away a sloppy one here uh, today. But you got to be encouraged. I mean, whether, you know, let's let's just park the D.C. sports curse for a second. If this was any other team and they strung together three close wins the way this team has, you got to, you got to, you would be, you would be on the up and say, yeah, this is momentum that we can ride, and if you go into their building and win, I, I absolutely, mean, absolutely, you, you're back. Yes. You're back. Absolutely. Any other yeah. team? I mean, this wasn't today's was close. Game one, Caps win was close, but the second game that we beat the the Blue Jackets, I mean, we smoked them. It was not even anywhere near close. So any right. other we, team we, that, outside that was of our DC, best game like season over, the right. Caps win. I, but you, you, I will say, for the Caps, I don't know what Bobrovsky is drinking or what he's doing, but he has been playing an amazing game for the Blue Jackets and making insane shots. But on top of that, the thing that you have to appreciate the most is that our big guys, our starters, our leaders, our playmakers are the ones coming on the ice. And you you can tell, you can easily see when your top line comes in just how much better they are than the Blue Jackets. And maybe it's matchups, maybe it's whatever, but our, our stars are playing like our stars, which I can't say is the same thing for our basketball team. But the stars for the Caps are performing, and they're getting their, their big shots. So what do you have? Are the Caps going to win the next, what is it, game six? Or are they going to go to game seven? I think the Caps I, are going to win the next think. five games in a row. I think they're going to sweep whoever <laughs> they play in the next round. <laughs> You think we're we're going to see Pittsburgh and sweep them? You think that's what's going to happen? Doesn't matter who. If they win this next one, I like them to keep riding that. That it's a huge monkey off their back. I so don't discount it at all. Would it be Pittsburgh if, if Pittsburgh wins and the Caps win? Would it be Pittsburgh? Yes. And it'd be Tampa, Boston. Yes. Regardless, I mean, yeah. It, it, you, the there's re, no there's way. No, I don't think there's, there's no any, reseeding. Yeah, yeah. There's no. There's no way around. Yes. Yeah. There's no reseeding. I'll take Tampa over Boston, and I'll take. I think you're part you're part Tampa Homer from the that's 14 the days game. you that's lived down there. That's not the game we're playing here, Donkey. <laughs> well, this is the, the game that I'm playing. I would take I would take okay, Tampa well, over Boston. I yourself. take your Washington Capitals <laughs> breaking the curse, defeating the curse in seven over you, Pittsburgh. 
We literally just got cursed if again. If we're talking about the curse, uh, any chance the Wizards win game four? Uh, Wizards winning game four? I mean, from what I have seen, no. But maybe LP likes to be the bigger homer. No, no, no. Here, here's the thing. Uh, the it sounds like you're in the toilet, Mr. Yeah. Mr. Joe there. But I'm not in the toilet, but... Just can we talk about game three for a second? Because one, did you, you, because we gotta talk the about the white jerseys. I love the district jerseys. Second thing, can please people, can we get to the stadium to the on arena time. on time? This is just a disaster. It feels like we're watching Miami play, even with LeBron. People are just too busy on South Beach. Here, there's no South Beach. It's just freaking 495 and 395. You can't get into the stadium. Uh, we, we got the wharf now. Stevie's a big fan of the wharf. Apparently, it takes everyone's attention. That's yep. fine. But let's talk about that game for a second. That was the most complete game the Wizards have played, specifically their backcourt together, in probably three months. And they showed that even against a very good backcourt, um, or even front three for the, for, for the Raptors, man, the Wizards they can match up with anyone. And if Wall, Beal, and either Otto or Ubre are playing well, then all kinds of garbage opens up for your boy, the Polish Hammer, and even Mike Scott, who had a really good game yesterday. Um, and the game I before, mean, Mike Scott had a, had a pretty good yeah. game. LP, I mean, you watched this game. We were talking back and forth throughout. This is the Wizards team that everybody agreed was underrated as an eighth seed. But I don't know if they can do it again. I just don't see them pulling. I mean, I wish they would and they'd pull the series even. We're just as good as Toronto. I'm, not, I'm, I just, I'm just not convinced that Toronto is that much better. What time is game for? Six o'clock. Six yeah. o'clock on Sunday. Another... Stupid start, but it doesn't <laughs> matter. Here's the thing, and I've been saying it from the beginning of the series, that that John Wall is the best player in the series. He's better than anybody Toronto has, and he's the best player on the Wizards. The second best player on, in the series is a toss-up between DeMar DeRozan and, and Bradley Beal. But other than that, like, so if John Wall and Bradley Beal are playing like they did yesterday, things open up for the Polish Hammer, who had like... 20 points yesterday and 10, 10 boards or whatever. So many yeah. dinks and dunks. He, he I, couldn't had, even, I, I couldn't even count them. For all so the beef many. that is apparently between him and him and Wall, they play actually pretty well together. And when, when they're playing well together, they can beat just about any team. I, I, I take the Wizards Do, in game four. I, don't think they'll, I still don't think they'll win the series. I think Toronto ultimately is the better team, and the Wizards will get exposed at some point. But I think they bring it. They make it a series, and they and they win Game Four. How much? But, of but if the you win, play one game at a time and you win Game Four, I mean, the sky's the limit, right? I mean, you just said like four bumper sticker sayings. I don't. I don't really know. Yeah, how to okay. Decide so can you win, win Game Four? <laughs> you take it one game at a time. You have a chance to win every game. If as long as they win, practice their bread and butter. I, yeah. <laughs> if you win Game Four, there's a history of us going into Toronto and winning. And uh, as our boy Canada pointed out, we're one of a very uh, what one of four teams to go into Canada this uh, into Toronto this whole season and pull out a win. So we know we can win there. The question is John Wall. Like he, we haven't asked him to string together games in a short time frame like this in the better part of two and a half or three months. The question is how can he play? How does his knee hold up? You know, is the speed there? Because honestly, yesterday I watched that game. I watched every second of it. LP, I know you were in the building. He was operating at you know, December speed. He was crossing people up. He was cutting left and right. Beal was doing the same. They just looked and they were committed on defense. That was the, that was my big thing that I saw. So many pokes, so many strips, like swarming defense, no open looks. 
And when they really applied that pressure, it eventually wore down the Raptors. They just couldn't get a shot, especially late in the third and into the fourth. They shut them down, I mean, defensively, and that's what was really encouraging to me. We know we can score, you know, 120, 100. It won't take 120 to win again. That part I'm not concerned about. It was the defense that really impressed me yesterday. It was just they were playing with the energy, and they fed off the energy. I mean, the stadium wasn't fully packed, but the people that were there were loud. And and you can see Scotty Brooks uh, mentioned at the end in his uh, post-game press conference that, you know, they were happy with the, the energy that the fans were providing and that they were feeding off of that. So I think if, if the D.C. family can bring the energy on Sunday, I don't see why they, they can't win. I don't are know if that's going, the official are you going hashtag going anymore. Are we still D.C. family or did we switch off to something else? The DC family is the the new one. The better one was DC Rising, and then we thought we rose, so we changed it. We need to be rising again. Can we talk about those white hot district jerseys? They're so cool. I love those jerseys. I I remember when they were doing the uh, announcement before the season, or maybe it was mid-season, that they were going to bring them out as their alternates. I loved them, too. I can't rock it because fat people should never wear white, but uh, I'm definitely a fan of them. I mean, you can rock it. You just tuck tuck it into your jeans when you go out. You'll be fine. <laughs> You'll be fine. Like uh, like our boy LP, who back in the day had the giant belt Look, clip for I, his I phone. I got one thing left to ask on this on this cast before we uh, before we you know wrap it up or sign off. LP, is Bo Buckets the next Michael Jordan? <laughs> <laughs> this series, he's playing like it. I mean, shutting down LeBron, putting up thirty points. It's it's absolutely insane what they're doing and. and to be honest, I'm really, really, really rooting for Indiana. I'm really rooting for them. Um, uh, it's it's amazing what that guy's been able to do and what, what Oladipo's been able to do. They literally I mean, took two players. LeBron. Let's just say that again. He actually shut down LeBron and managed to score 30 points. I, I mean, and led the team back from a 19-point deficit. It's completely bananas that this is the guy that was backing up our guards. And now he's, of course, like DC Sports Curse. He leaves town, and he's Rasheed Wallace or Chris Webber or anyone else that's ever left. And just dominating. I mean, absolutely dominating performance yesterday. Incredible. But is it is it going to be a continual performance? It wasn't It wasn't a fluke? I haven't been paying attention to the it's Cavs series. It's been three games straight. Three games straight. Yeah, it's been three games straight. It's crazy what Indiana has done with, with, with people's trash. I mean, so you, you, know, you said Oladipo it, you said it. Was, was thrown out of Oklahoma. Because he couldn't play with what Russell Westbrook, and now he's, you know, arguably one of the best players in the East right now. So you you said in the chat you would actually you weren't joking you would actually take Bo Buckets right now over Op. Oh, a hundred percent, hundred percent. Op, what was Op's stat line yesterday? I mean, he had eight boards, but I think he had two points or something like that. <laughs> maybe six, maybe eight max. Joe, would you take a uh, Bo Buckets over Op right now? Oh, without a doubt. Give me, give me buckets. I mean, the way he's playing, the way he's playing defense, I want him on the team. I'm done with Otto. I don't care anymore about Otto Porter. Uh, they got to move him in the offseason. You know, as long as we don't bring in Tristan Thompson, I'll be fine. But that's like a very Wizards guy to go get. I don't want him anywhere near this team. I don't know if he wants to be. He's got some experience in uh, the the city of Arlington. He's just, he feels like a guy that Ernie would go get and say, hey, look, we got a big. I just don't want anything to do with him. I want nothing to do with him. I want nothing to do with Ernie. <laughs> yeah, well, we, some, you know, what are, what are you going to do about that? By the way, I mean, some of the storylines around the NBA uh, playoffs are just bananas. Anybody paying attention to the Pelicans? 
who are about to just just handing the the Trailblazers their ass in every single game. Anthony Davis is legit, man. I mean, it's no joke. What are the, where are they at? Uh, game four tonight. Game four right now, and they're they're leading. I mean, the I don't know why the NBA playoffs are midday too. I just watched the Heat and uh, and Sixers game. Yeah, what time was that? Like a noon tip? I, I'm not sure. <laughs> like, it was a two o'clock tip. And we also had like uh, FA Cup soccer in England. We had La Liga. We had Spanish Copa del Rey final. We had all kinds of sports shenanigans on today. But most importantly, as far as I'm concerned, the Caps got a much needed win. Can we go predictions? Much, much needed win. Can we go predictions for their uh, for Game Six in Columbus? Caps take it four two. Series over. Ooh. LP, what do you think? Uh, definitely an overtime game. I'm going to take the Caps 3-2 in overtime. And I'm taking the Caps, too. I'm going to take them 5-1. I think they're going to blow them out. I think this is this is the turning point in D.C. sports uh, history. This is where we get right and get ready for a big-time matchup in round two. All right. Uh, what about the Wizards? 0-200, Joe. Wizards? Uh, uh, it's tough. I think we can – I think we'll pull it out tomorrow. I think at home, I think they feed off the crowd. I think the home cooking makes a big difference. It's been proven time and time again. This team is just too good to, to lay down and, and lose a series with only one win. The Raptors just aren't that good. Uh, even Canada, their biggest fanboy, agrees. So you give me give me the Wizards. I'll go, let's go 106-89 in a game that's not that close. Wow. <laughs> but that's a huge momentum swing. I mean, dropping two to the eight seed for the Raptors. Their backs are up against the wall at that point. That's my. I told you that's my. That's my dark horse team. Uh, I mean, Philadelphia's playing lights out. The Wizards. Oh I mean, come on, come on, get off the Philadelphia train. Well, look. It's, I mean, look. We've been. You, you've been part of the text uh, group where I'm trashing that team left and right. They're impressive, even for a young team. They are. I mean, they are. Today, but Miami's Miami is very unimpressive. Okay, so don't sure. do. Don't give them what they're doing to Miami. And they've already dropped one. Sure, sure. And say that they're, you know, a, a title contender. They have no experience. They've, they're too young. I'm tracking. I'm, but, but, you know, Donovan Mitchell's proven again. He's a baller. He's an absolute baller, and the Jazz are for real, too. That's going to be a good game. 10 o'clock tonight. Donovan Mitchell's putting up Michael Jordan numbers. He, I think his first playoff game was something that only Michael, or like, out, that beat Michael Jordan's numbers. It, it was, it's insane what that guy's doing. Who do you got then, LP, for the Wizards game tomorrow? Oh, of What's course I got the Wizards. I, I don't think they're going to go 106-89. I, I think it's 117-114. Close game. All right. I got them going too. I'll give it a 120-114. Wow, we got three people picking the Wizards. <laughs> of course we're we definitely going to lose. 100% <laughs> we're going to lose. Is Any there, final thoughts, boys? As long as there's no trifecta tomorrow, I think you know we'll be good. Yeah, Anytime I'm, there's a trifecta, so, we're, we're due. I'm 100 over the DC trifecta. Yeah, I'll agree on that one. I Maybe got no final thoughts. Uh, my final thoughts is dinner. I'm hungry and I want to eat. I got nothing. I got nothing else. I'm good with that. Let's go eat, boys. This All has right. been DTC for Joe, for FP, for LP. We are out. <laughs>